This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of the lumberyard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 235. I'm joined by Ryan Holes and Kevin Rakestraw. How are you guys doing? Man. Yeah. Kevin. What? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Nice. Very great. Indeed. Guys, keeping warm in this snowy weather? I uh, you know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? He was, he was uh, about to get into it, then he's like, nah, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to bother. Uh, what movie do we have you watch this week, Ryan? Rogue. Rogue. Pick this in honor of the Belko experiment coming out this week. This came out in 2007. This is written and directed by Gleg, Greg, Gleg, <laughs> Gleg, Gleg McCreen. Oh, God. Oh, Greg McLean. I have a synopsis here. An American journalist on assignment in, Aus- in the Australian outback encounters a man-eating crocodile while trapped on a rapidly flooding mud island. Ooh. Yeah. The stars Rather Mitchell. Sam Worthington's in there. Stephen Curry. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Rogue. Well, at the beginning of the movie, you meet the main character, and he's a travel, he writes travel letters for a wise obligation, and he's down to write about crocodiles. And long story short, they take him, him and a bunch of other tourists on this, uh, I guess we got scenic boat tour. There's like big canyon full of water. And at one point, one of the people on the boat happens to see a flare going off. So they thought they were seeing things, and it turns out someone else is recording everything. So they replayed this in again, and that boat, she's like, well, we have to go help them, because if it were you shooting a flare, you'd want help. So they go on this in, and when they do that, they find a sunken ship in the ravine, and they run over it, and the boat gets haunted and sinks. They all get off the boat and they get on this island, which, due to totally a thing, will no longer be around in, I think it's 12 hours, maybe a little longer. And decide to try and get off this little island back on the mainland. And there's, there happens to be a crocodile. That is like, I believe, 21 feet long. And it inhabits this area. And you find out later that's in a little cave dwelling. Uh, apparently, it bites people one time and then drags them back to this little cave. And somehow it neatly pulls them up rather than eating them. And at one point, the 
when there's one to get across the water off this island, the shiplet, the head of the ship, it's not really a ship, a tourist boat, and um, falling into the water and getting taken, getting eaten or been on once, and it's taken back to the crocodile's lair. And this guy somehow makes friends with the place arrangement. And halfway through the movie, she knows she's probably gonna die. So she asks the guy if he'll watch her dog, even though she has no idea, she never met him before. And her grace, well, then they get on the mainland and everyone gets separated. And the dog ends up barking looking around and finding this lair and eventually gets seen by the crocodile. So the guy goes to investigate and finds the woman happening in this lair. And somehow partway through, she miraculously wakes up, even though the crocodile clearly bit her and put her entire body underwater and drug her away. And he finds her half alive and starts to help her escape. And eventually ends up bringing his crocodile and killing it. And then you see her being airlifted out of this crocodile area. And you also, another part, you see the guy towards the end of the movie. You see the guy running in, I'd say, probably a little higher than knee-deep water. Now, if you're in an area that's infested by crocodiles, why would you do that? There is no, I mean, they, they could easily sneak up underwater and take you down. Yeah. Yeah, but, it does uh, they have the upper hand in that situation. Yes. So he escaped, they all escaped, and the movie ends with acing uh, a news article from the restaurant at the very beginning of the movie that says, Local man. Or, I mean, tourist saves local woman from t- seven meter crocodile, and that's it. Hmm. Now, uh, I was actually a big fan of this movie when when this came out. What did you think of it, Ryan? I liked it, except for the end when, like, the money's going through knee deep water. <laughs> you didn't like the water running. No. Everything else was fine. The knee-deep water running, that was just silly. Yeah. It's just bridge too Feel, far. It feels like I've seen this movie before. You might have. You might have seen it before. You never know. It's a possibility. I think there's a, there's a couple things going against this movie unfairly. Uh, one is, one is the, uh, just the fact that it's uh, like an animal movie, a killer animal movie. Those, those are generally like, oh, well, that's probably bad because of all the you know, terrible sci-fi movies that have come out over the years. And the other thing is that the poster for this movie looks not great. It looks like one of those 
just straight to DVD. Again, bad, I, bad giant. I just love how movie. it says real big. How fast can you swim? Not fast right. than a crocodile. I can tell you that right now. Nope. No one. The can. answer. The answer is not faster than a seven meter long crocodile. Yeah. Like, what kind of question is that? Also, the the CG in this movie is pretty awful. Well, this came out. This is old. So, if I remember correctly, the 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 non CG stuff, like the the puppeteering stuff, looked really good. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't use a real croc. Uh, um, I don't know, dude. I maybe when it's like swimming. So I remember, if I remember correctly, there were some there were some scenes that looked really good. Just got like a, some stock footage of a big croc. I believe you'd be hard pressed to find a twenty-one foot long crocodile. Yeah, that's True. a big one. That's a bi- that's a big one. It's apparently uh, based on a real crocodile that was five point one meters. Well, that's pretty big. It was. It it's was not in, seven though. It was in the. It was from nineteen seventy four <laughs> to nineteen seventy nine. Attacked a bunch of folks <laughs> in Australia. Seven meters. That's two meters longer. That's like twelve feet. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, they... it's still huge, but I do like that the the crocodile's name was Sweetheart. Nice croc that was destroying all these boats in Australia during the seventies. They decided their name Sweetheart. Oh, I'm saying nice. Uh... No, it's that it's that Australian sense of humor. <laughs> the, the dog that's in this is name Kevin. Did it? And that, that made me. That brought a smile to my face. Did it did it break your heart though when that dog got eaten? Yes. Better of. Did it hurt more because he was named Kevin? <laughs> I no. think no. <laughs> I think it's because it was a dog. No fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, jerk. Sorry, and Kevin. I, <laughs> was uh now I don't I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen this movie, I don't remember too much about it, but I do remember it being pretty funny, like there being a lot of humor in it. Was was that was that true? Was was there a lot of humor in it? Yeah, when like at certain parts with the uh, uh, local Australian people that are also in this canyon, they play a small part in it, and they're fucking idiots. All they do is they do stupid shit. They're, I don't know. They're like crazy hillbillies, but Australian people. I gotta say, it sounds like they all do stupid shit. Because I noticed when you were kind of recounting the the film, there you you pointed out that they did a lot of investigating. Now, if I was someone and there's a seven meter croc around, I don't think I would need to investigate. I think like as soon as you get the information of how big that croc is, that's all you need to do. Like you don't need to investigate any further. I think you said need to investigate on killing it rather than trying to run away from it. I think maybe just like leave it be. Yeah, just they, don't be anywhere they, near they it. Could, man. Get like, away, get away from it. That big idea. Because it seems like one of the like, do you really need to be on a mud island? Like it's a mud island. Well, didn't they get? Didn't you? Didn't they get trapped on the island? Yeah, because their boat got a hole in the hole. Probably from the croc sabotage. No, there was a... <laughs> the old crocodile sabotage. He was setting that. He was setting that up for later. He sure was. There was another sunken boat that 
they went in for bus sake. Mm. I put a hole in there, but gotta stay away from those mud islands. I totally uh, forgot Sam Worthington was in this. How was how was he? I'm not sure how he is. Sam Worthington? Eh. Doesn't matter. Oh okay. yeah, Kowski was also in this. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like Sherry. Oh yeah. Interesting. So let's talk about Greg McLean, or as I like to call him, Gleg. <laughs> Good old Gleg. <laughs> uh, so he probably most famously directed Wolf Creek. That was one that kind of put him on the map. Uh, now, I, t- I think you saw that one, right, Ryan? Wolf Creek? Uh, no. I, now, the only wolf I can think of is Wolf Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wildly different, wildly different movie. Wolf Creek is the one about the, um, the kids who are like backpacking in the outback and they end up meeting up with this, uh, this like bush, this guy in the bush and he ends up kidnapping and t- torturing them. I think I remember. It was awesome. It was, it was great. Uh, it, it came out at. I think that Greg McLean's part of this whole uh, splat pack group with like Eli Roth and uh, Alexander Aja, like these guys, because they they were all kind of coming out with these types of movies around this time. It was right at the sort of beginning of the whole torture porn type movie. And Wolf Creek was definitely one of the better ones. Um, And then after that, he came out with Rogue. And then uh, took a bit of a break. He didn't do a whole lot um, after Rogue. He did do Wolf Creek 2 in 2013, which was a lot different than Wolf Creek 1. Um, With Wolf Creek 2, it was completely centered on the killer. Like, the the whole movie followed the killer. So it was sort of like a... uh, I think it was like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 they did that, where it was called Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and it kind of followed the, the, that fucked up family. Mm. Um, or, or Devil's Rejects, that's another example, where the first one was more of a traditional kind of slasher movie, and then the second one actually followed those killers around for the whole, the whole thing. I thought it was pretty fun, Wolf Creek 2. It was like uh, more action-oriented, but there was some really crazy shit that happened in it. Uh, and then he did uh, D- The Darkness that came out last year. I heard that was really bad. I didn't see it. Uh, but I, I heard it uh, wasn't too good. That was the one with Kevin, uh, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Where his like, kid finds some kind of ancient artifact or something God. in the Grand Canyon. You gotta stay away from artifacts. Yeah, if you see an ancient artifact, leave it. Just, Just leave, leave it. Just leave it. If you see a crocodile... Leave it alone. Uh, yeah, this poor way to goddamn them. Exactly. It's crock. Leave it alone. Just let it live its life. <laughs> it's, it's not going to mess with you if you don't get near its feeding area. Yeah, it's like let, a- it, let it in its lair. Don't go in its lair. Just let it go. Yeah. Like, why would you see a crock and you're like, oh, let me try and find its home? Yeah. That's just, you want to find the opposite of that. Exactly. And then after the darkness, he did the Belko experiment, which is uh, coming out this week. Wolf Creek 3 has been announced, uh, but it doesn't look like production has begun on that yet. And then he has one that's coming out called Jungle, which is about a group of friends who trek into the Bolivian jungle with a fraudulent guide. Oh, man. Stars Daniel Radcliffe. 
you got to vet your guides too. I wonder that if interests the, me. I wonder, I'm interested in that. I wonder if the guides Harry Potter. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt that he would be a Bolivian guide. I think that he's probably one of the friends that goes in there. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be weird maybe, for Daniel Radcliffe maybe, to be playing a Bolivian guide. Maybe he's Harry Potter that Bolivian. That's his new character. Okay. That's maybe. Sure, I guess anything's possible. Uh, so, yeah, so if you don't remember Wolf Creek or if you never saw it, I guess this is the, really the only movie that you saw by this guy. So what are your thoughts on Belko Experiment? Or wait, well, we'll get there. We Hold on. I'm get, sorry. Get, I'm jumping in. Get, getting, a, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Let's go ahead and give you your score. Uh, Ryan, oh, by the way, this... Rogue has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Get the hell out uh, Yeah. So this is, this is, Kevin and I were talking off the air about not talking about scores anymore on the regular weekly show when we do movie predictions. We were talking about just kind of not going over Rotten Tomatoes scores or mentioning them anymore. Uh, this, is, this is one of the reasons, because Rogue has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's only has, it only has 11 reviews. Yeah. So it's like that completely skews the whole system. Yeah. Because of course it's at 100%. It's got 11 positive reviews or fresh reviews. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, eh. Thanks. Yep. Uh, all right, Ryan. What are you going to give Rogue? I'm going to give it a five. Five out of ten, straight down the middle, manila envelope. <laughs> Screwed up that 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's a brownie run through needy water. I get, I give that part a negative five. Ooh, negative five on the knee deep water run. Learn your lesson, filmmakers. So, have you heard of uh, this movie, The Belco Experiment? Seen any ads for it or anything? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Is is this like is this being marketed? Are there ads on TV for this? I I'm seeing like two or three ads. So. That's interesting. I I didn't know. I never see commercials these days, so I, I don't know what's being marketed. Now, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this is getting a wide release, which that surprises me even more. I had no idea. Because when I first saw the first trailer for this, I thought it was like a directed yeah, video. And, and uh, Bloom, uh, Blumhouse is putting this out, which, you know, Blumhouse is the hard juggernaut led by Jason Blum. And they put out like pretty much all the big horror movies these days. I think I think they put out. Um, they did put out Get Out. They put out like The Conjuring and pretty much every big horror movie you can think of of the last like five years. It's been a Blumhouse release. Yeah. Uh, now Blumhouse Tilt, which is kind of a new offshoot of theirs, has been at least to me. It seems like it's more focused on lesser titles. You know how like a lot of these companies they have like lesser title like uh like Magnolia has Magnet, you know? And IFC has IFC Midnight. Yeah, yeah. Although one could argue that Midnight is just focusing on like genre films, but I think that that goes out the window when you have some like really big movies that IFC puts out and they're like clearly genre pictures on their regular IFC label. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, I saw the Belko experiment, and I think it's probably okay to talk about it now since it comes out tomorrow. And by the time this airs, it'll be already it'll it'll be out already. Uh, I thought I thought it was pretty average. 
I'll talk about it more on the on the weekly show uh, coming up. But what did you what did you think of it, Ryan? Are you are you into this from what you saw in the ads? I'm input on different levels. Oh, multi level. I'm really interested in the movie. It looks pretty wild, but I'm also really interested in Charlie Stern. Yep, Charlie Stern's not in it. Wow. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> There you go. Were you thinking of John Gallagher Jr.? Because <laughs> he's in it. No, then I'm thinking of Thelma. Oh. You're thinking of Atomic Blonde? Are you thinking of Atomic Blonde? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Let me, let me retract all things about Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna we're just gonna skip everything about uh, the Belko experiment is basically about um, this group of this this uh, office and they're like trapped in their office and they're forced to kill each other. Like the whole premise is a loudspeaker comes on and they say you have to kill thirty yeah, of your yeah, okay. fellow employees. I think I saw one trailer for this. Yeah, like if thirty people aren't dead in this amount of time, then we'll we'll kill sixty of you. Is that's like the whole premise? Uh, And and they're trapped in this office building. I don't know the the premise seems pretty cool, but I also thought the premise for um oh my god, uh, Atomic Blonde. No, where they lock the people, they lock their houses. Oh, the purge. Yeah, I thought that was a cool idea, but that was they were really uh, not good movies. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, any any time you have a movie where you're like forcing people to kill each other under duress, it's gonna be kind of entertaining. Damn. You know, when when you force regular people in that that type of situation, it's like the the battle royale. I, I wish they would like. Oh, I don't want to say redo that movie because I don't want it to be awful. But I mean, the Hunger Games is probably the closest we'll ever get to it. I think, but, but nowhere could, near bloody enough. But you could also look at this as like the adult version of it. Instead of having yeah. high school kids, you just have a bunch of office drones. Yeah, like white collar yeah. office uh, workers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's clear that that's the influence. Which, There's, you know, that, and here I'm just going to throw it out. You can have this. The next progression of that is a retirement home. Oh my god, I would love it. <laughs> oh, I would love it so much. Yeah, I like that one. There you go. That's free. But it has to be. It can't be like goofy. It has to be serious. Oh, be you know. Serious. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a geriatric. Battle Royale, yeah, I love it. Exactly. Breaking hips, and you you get the random weapons like in Battle Royale. Like you get some people get like a walker or a cane or a bedpan. Yeah, I mean you have or oxygen, a catheter, you have oxygen <laughs> tanks, and everything that that can be utilized. Oh, there's there's so many weapons of items of murder that you can get from a nursing home. Oh man, there you go. Well, and also funny items like you know puree cake. Because people can't <laughs> Puree die. cake. Because people can't digest regular food. 
<laughs> they have that uh, dysphagia. Is that what is it called? Dysphagia? Mm-hmm. Dysphagia diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kevin and I used to work at a nursing home, by the way, people. So we know we know a little bit about that. We all know about that mechanical soft. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, remember, like uh, they would have nectar, like nectar water and Honey. pudding water, <laughs> pudding water. These poor people. It's the grossest shit ever. Yeah. Oh boy, there was honey, nectar, pudding, and and pudding. Pudding was the thick one. Those were for people that needed the real thick stuff. So there'd be pudding milk and pudding water and pudding oh, everything. Gross. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on Rogue or the Belko experiment? Quit running through neon water. There we go. All right, I think that's going to do it for this week. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at mylegsdon'twork. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse and consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.